Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Today, Roman's guests on Sold Out Sports Talk are Green Bay Packers running back Danny Vitale. Most people know, obviously, Chris Kyle's story. If you've seen American Sniper and Taya Kyle, uh, right. Chris's wife, is, is now a good friend of mine. But she runs the foundation at helping servicemen and women who have come home from their service uh, kind of reacclimate, reconnect with their spouses, right. their loved ones. And former Ravens wide receiver Ron Johnson. So that's one thing I wanted to get back in, like, with the Uncommon is get more kids involved in it, explain it to the kids. And so that's what I do. And so now my speech is called uh, Faith in My Focus. And that's what I go out to schools and I do. It, it, I just talk about, I can't defi- I define faith. Now here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. I've got a young man coming in here that's uh, four years in the league this year who I remember meeting fresh out of college. Yeah. And uh, he was looking forward to an NFL career, and now he has one. Yeah. Uh, Danny Vitale's with us. Uh, Going to be a Packer this coming year, was a Brown yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah. Danny, how are you, buddy? Doing well, doing well. Uh, you know, got picked up by the Packers here uh, kind of in the middle of the year and uh, finished out the year strong and got a two-year deal there. So I'm, I'm definitely excited, especially with some of these coaching changes coming there. Yeah, you know, it'll be pretty and cool. you got some friends yeah. on that team, right? Adam's yeah. on the team, Adam Jones running back. Yeah, um, yeah. Who else? Jamal, Jamal Jamal's there. there. Exactly. Um, yeah. Talk about coming into this coming year and what the expectations are for you, a new coach. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Like I said, yeah, the new coach, um, new OC. Uh, obviously, most of the staff has changed. Actually, um, my position coach, uh, Coach Ben Sermons, he's actually been retained. So that's oh, always good. good, especially in our room, you know, with what you said uh, – with um, Jamal and Aaron, you know, it's it's obviously great to have all three of us. We got the same agent yeah. as well, so and Lee Steinberg. Yeah. So um, having that going on, and then also, um, I'm pretty excited for this younger coaching staff coming in. Um, like you said, I'm kind of a, I'm a fullback, kind of H back, right. can kind of do a little bit of everything, and that's kind of the way the league's going. You Are know, you excited about the fact that you're going to maybe the predominant? Uh, franchise and NFL with all the history of the Packers when you walk in you can just like feel how historic it is uh, especially from the outside you know you see the big clock on the on the stadium as well you see the Lombardi statue outside um, and then as a player when we walk in where our locker room is because everything for us is all at the same facility all at the stadium um, you see four Lombardi trophies sitting right there which is pretty cool you oh, know it's, man. it's title and town man that, and they've got that huge display that they built yeah. in the stadium right yeah of uh, course it's like a tr- tr- yeah. trophy room museum yeah. correct yeah and they have um, retired jerseys so obviously Favre, Nitschke, Star, Star. yeah it's it's unbelievable so well the thing is cool for you too is is that there's no better way to learn the history of the league cuz that is the history of the league absolutely um, and it's cool now you know I I'm a kid who grew up in Chicago. Grew yeah, up, grew okay, up, so, so, you know. so I grew up. I grew up obviously as a Bears fan. Now I'm playing for the Packers. Sure. Who, 
and I grew up, I was the kid, uh, hey, if you like the Packers, you got to sleep in the garage. Sure. But, <laughs> but now, uh, now well, that I'm playing for them, it's, it's just phenom- one of the greatest yeah, robberies of all time. It's phenomenal. It's been, it's been un- incredible. Uh, still working on, and on your flipping family's, my family's over. And your family in Chicago can get right up you know, yeah. and see a game. That's a great yeah. deal. Still working on flipping them, becoming them, uh, turning yeah, them sure. into Packers fans. Sure, but they it's, better. It's fun. It's fun they yeah. want tickets, they better. They're, they're Danny fans, which is what matters <laughs> most. So. Yeah. so tell me about the fans. One of the special things about the Packers is yeah. those fans. They actually have ownership of the team. I've never I've never met a, a group of people who are just so nice and so genuine all the time, um, which is what I love about it. They're super passionate about the team. They show up, sell out every game. You know, it's 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 great. Uh, of course, everybody talks about you know the experience of the Lambeau Leap. Have you had that opportunity yet? I haven't yet. So okay, I'm so uh, that's a that's I'm, a goal this year exactly. for you. Exactly. I keep thinking about it. Every, yeah. every game we got into at Lambeau. So you got to uh, practice that, it. or you just kind of just you know go do it. I think I'm just going to go do it. Okay. Um, I will say I had a good vertical at the combine you did. a long time ago. So, so, so yeah, I'm excited for But you'll for be it. fired up. We'll you'll, you'll yeah. have the, the juices will be flowing. We'll you'll probably we'll jump into the it. stands on yeah, that one, right? We'll see. Exactly. Um, the only problem is if I score my first uh, my first one away, we'll see what happens no, then. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's in the cards for yeah, you to get it at yeah, home, right? exactly. So Aaron Rodgers, one of the great quarterbacks yeah. of all time. Tell me what it's like uh, playing with Aaron. It's uh, honestly incredible. Uh, I can say since the first day I got there um, out of practice, I've never seen anybody who can just throw the ball incredibly, like quick release, incredibly accurate, exactly where he wants it to be, um, you know, just like that, like snap of a finger, like no effort. Um, guy's just a perfectionist as well, so like if he does throw a bad ball, you know, he's upset at himself yeah. even at practice. You know, most guys would be, ah, that's practice, yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out, you know, it'll be fine in the game. You know, you can see, like, it bothers him when he doesn't play well, even at practice. So the guy's just a perfectionist, which is awesome for, for younger players as well to see that. Right. You know, one of the greatest to have ever played the position is that highly critical of himself and all he, the time. And the great thing about yeah. him is he can change out of plays and, and yeah. he really is almost oh, like a coach oh, on yeah. the field, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, another great thing about him that, you know, is, is just – how competitive he is all the time, and it's the same thing. It's not just the in game everything. Day. It's even at even at practice yeah. too, though. He's competitive. You know, wants our guys to be winning on routes, being where they're supposed to be. Um, it's really cool. You know, one of the things that players talk about is you know developing that platform, finding that space. And yeah. I know for Lee and for you guys, you know, he's all about you know how do you use your platform to impact others? How do you find that niche for yourself that you have a passion for? Uh, where, where you're making a difference in the community. I'm sure in Green Bay with a fervor over the Packers yeah. uh, that you've got some great opportunities to get involved in the community. Tell me some of the things that are going on there. Yeah, absolutely. So um, actually the, the big foundation that I work with is the uh, Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. So most people know, obviously, Chris Kyle's story, if you've, you've seen American Sniper and, and everything mm-hmm. like that. But um, Taya Kyle, uh, right. Chris's wife, is, is now a good friend of mine. His um, you know, obviously he's, he's passed, right. um, but she runs the foundation and actually it's, um, helping servicemen and women who have come home from their service, uh, kind of reacclimate, reconnect with their spouses, right. their loved ones, uh, kind of help them find that person they, they used to be and, and get back into regular life. And, and, um, really it's about helping them connect with their families again. And, and that's the foundation that I work primarily with, uh, which is phenomenal. The other one I work with is the, uh, Ross K. McNeil Foundation, which is to end pediatric brain cancer. Oh, okay. um, yeah, yeah. Ross was a young man from my, my hometown, and um, I work closely with his mom, Kim, um, and we're trying to obviously put an end to pediatric brain cancer and, and, and any pediatric cancer. Where, is um, the, uh, where does the desire for the military come from you to get involved with that? Yeah, so um, 
both my grandfathers served. Um, one was in the Marines, the other uh, served in the Korean War. Actually, some of my one of my best friends from college was a Navy SEAL for 10 years. Oh, uh, wow. Tom okay. Ruby, yeah. So he was a SEAL for eight years, joined our college football team. So you've been around it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had a cousin who served, um, just actually just finished his service, was a 82nd Airborne, was a paratrooper in the Army. So, um, And then, um, yeah, it's, it's just always been a passion of mine. Those people, um, men and women who serve in our military, I, I think they deserve nothing but the best in insane gratitude they just need that from us um they're protecting our our right to live and and be free in america so it's just a a huge passion of mine so the least i can do is help give back to help them reacclimate to this life our program you know a little bit about it our sold out programs for sixth graders and ninth graders a drug and alcohol abstinence Mm -hmm. program Mm -hmm. a video character curriculum that we make available to schools and you know um, one of the things that students ask me all the time is they say you know, uh, why is it important to set goals? Why why is it important to have a game plan? Why is it why is it important to rather than just dream to actually intentionally think about what you need to do to be successful? And you obviously are, have that in your life. Tell me yeah. about why that's important. Yeah, well, one of my favorite things that I that I actually have done in my life was I told my mom I was going to play in the NFL from the time I was eight years old. Yeah. So I set a very very big goal right away. Um, but something I kind of learned as I got older, and this is actually something I learned from one of my Navy SEAL friends, was make big things small. So you take that big goal, you break it down into pieces. So what I did was I went from an eight-year-old who wanted to play in the NFL, and I said, hey, I just want to be a, a great running back in high school, to I want to play at Northwestern, which is ultimately what I accomplished. I still haven't even quite and by the way, a of, great academic university. Yeah, exactly. And I still hadn't even quite processed the fact that the NFL – could be real yet but I was like okay I'm just going to get better every single year in, in in college football and by the time I hit my senior year it was rolling around hey you can get you could potentially be drafted didn't even think about that yet I was like hey I just want to run run a great 40 do great at the combine uh, do well at the, the all-star games and then next thing you know draft day rolled around um, got drafted all right well now it's hey I got to make the team you know, stuff like that. So, so being the best in the moment, right? Exactly. So make those huge goals you set, which are which are still important, but break them down into little goals underneath that that help you reach the big picture. Um, that's been a great thing, too, because when you achieve those little goals, you get a little bit of gratification from that, and it, and it inspires, you to move, inspires you to move to the next step. And the next thing you know, you're, you're where you, you always wanted to be bef- before you know it, before you even realize it. You know, you're there. You're like, holy cow, I've, I've, I've done it. Well, I was going to ask you. I did the um, same thing when I was a kid. My dad was playing for the Los Angeles Rams when I was yeah. nine, growing up watching him play. And uh, I remember telling my mom and dad, yeah. you know, I want to play pro football like you. I want to be a quarterback yeah. like you. Yeah. And uh, I can remember doing the same thing that you're talking about. But I guess the question is, you've described that process you went through uh, how does it feel to be right now where you're at to look back at that what you just described about yeah. yourself and to be here? Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. And 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 when it really hit me, and it's crazy because I've been, I, like we've said earlier, I've been playing in the league now for a couple of years. It really didn't even hit me until this year when I signed with the Packers and was you know active again. Um, national anthem. You know, you're standing there with all your teammates in a line. <laughs> that is so good. it's not even while you're playing. It's sure. just while, while you're standing there. It's the time you can to reflect yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you, and you look around the stadium. You see everybody kind of standing there in silence, uh, listening, and it's like, you know, wow. Powerful. Like, I, this, is, this is what I've been working for my whole life. And, um, but this isn't where it ends, you know. Now that I've achieved this one, it's time to set another big goal. 
Um, and that's just the next step, right. whatever it is in life. It doesn't even have to be football-related for You know me. what's Mine, really cool, though? Yeah. Just listening to you is uh, I get a chance to talk to successful people from all the yeah. worlds every single week. Yeah. And people say, well, you know, do you ever make it? And I say, well, you know what? Yeah. Every time I have somebody on my show, mm -hmm. I always take one tidbit of what they say yeah. to say, you know, I can apply that in my own life. Yeah. And what you were just saying is so true for kids is that all the great ones, all the ones that excel, all yeah. the ones that are high-impact people, never think that they've yeah. made it. You're, you're never finished with it. You're That's never, right. You're never done. Even even when football is completely done for me, whenever, whenever that might be, there's going to be something else I'm going to have to do or want to do. And I'm going to have to set another big goal. Um, if it becomes unrealistic, you change it. You redirect. Wow. You move to something else. You figure it out. But, Isn't that what makes yeah. goals important is that they, is they, they put you on a continuum that yeah. you can control. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Danny Vitale. Hey, listen, we're proud of you where you come. We're really looking forward to big things for the Packers this year. Looking forward Absolutely. to seeing you play. And uh, as usual, thanks for taking the time of for course. coming by. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate Danny, it. Danny, appreciate you. Yeah. When we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with former Ravens wide receiver Ron Johnson. Visit SoldOutTV.com and consider donating to the Sold Out Youth Foundation. And follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel 3. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome back to Sold Out Sports Talk. Uh, I am with Ron Johnson, former Chicago Bear, big wide receiver. I'd love to throw <laughs> to this guy. And his dad played for the Pittsburgh Steelers back yep. in back in the golden years of football when yep. my father played Still for the Eagles and the Rams. And yep. So Ron Johnson, Ron Johnson, Roman Gabriel, Roman Gabriel. It's great to have Good you, to my meet friend. You, definitely, sure. Yeah, and a Tony Dungy guy, Lovey Smith with the Bears. Yep. So and you've then had Brian Billick with the Ravens. So, so you've had some yeah, great so that's coaches. What drafted me. The Ravens drafted me in the fourth round, so Billick and Tony Dungy knew each other from their uh, Vikings days. Working so, for Fox yeah. now. Yep, and I work for Fox uh, so tell, local Minnesota. So tell, tell me about what it's like to – had a father who played on a great football team of the Steelers, <laughs> and obviously the both of us saw that example in our fathers. Tell me about that influence in your life. Yeah, it, it was cool. Uh, to be honest, it was uh, tough early on when he first got done. Um, I remember struggling with a lot of the issues he dealt with, and now we actually know what it is, a CTE. Okay. And, uh, so he struggled with that for a while. He's gotten help. He's gone out to L.A. and everywhere and uh, done all the tests and had lawyers and blah, blah. But um, he played in the era with Mike Webster, guys that have yeah. killed themselves. And so that for me was tough because, you know, and Tony Dungy would call me, hey, how's your dad doing? Um, it was tough because I understood seeing Mike Webster and all these other guys right. struggle with it. It was three-a-day practices back then. Nowadays, they're a little bit more cautious of hitting every day. Um, but growing up as a kid, man, everybody assumed I was going to be a defensive back. My yeah. dad was a defensive back. Um, I love playing safety. I got recruited as a safety by the, by the uh, Penn State. Uh, Michigan, Lloyd Carr coached my dad at Eastern Michigan, oh, wow. so Michigan recruited me because of my dad. And uh, honestly, I, just, I wanted the I wanted the glory, like I wanted to be a receiver. I wanted to catch touchdowns. Sure. I don't want to stop people from uh, scoring them. And uh, that's why I picked Minnesota. Glenn Mason was here. Tony Dungy was a Gopher, and Tony Dungy called my dad and said I visited Kansas, Michigan, Michigan State, and I was gonna visit Penn State. And in uh, hindsight, 2020, I'm, I'm not saying I'm glad I didn't go to Penn State, but I wonder what would have happened. Um, but my dad talked to Tony, and Tony said, hey, Ron, check out Minnesota. And I was an inner-city kid, so I had never heard of yeah. Minnesota, didn't know where it was on the map. Uh, flew up here. I thought I was in Canada. And uh, 
me and Coach Mason hit it off right away. Him and my mom, he liked my mom, my mom liked him. And Tony Dungy really like stood by sure. Glenn Mason. And so I trusted Tony like my entire life. He was been there since I was born. As he tells the story, I was 11 pounds when I was born. So everybody knew I had to be a football player there or wrestler. There was only two jobs I could have an yeah. 11 pound baby. But um, that, was the, that was the key to it was coming to Minnesota. Then I ended up, you know, I didn't know what I was gonna get out of here. I didn't know the guys here. I didn't, I wasn't from this area. Uh, but end up leaving the school as the number one receiver in school history. Wow. Um, you know, 3,000 yards, whatever, 200-plus catches. Always there. But then my senior year is when he kind of struggled. So that's when I kind of struggled as well mm -hmm. because I didn't have my dad to tell me what agent I should go with, um, what I should learn. Right. So Dungy actually was the guy when I got it to the combine. Yeah, when I got to the combine, he met with me, and the first thing he said was, uh, I'm not going to draft you. And I'm like, well, Coach, what are you, why are you bring me in here? And he said, I just want to get you ready for the next four oh, okay. teams that are possibly going to draft you. Awesome. Um, he said, we're not going to take a receiver that high because I was slated top nine receivers sure. come out. And so he's like, we're not going to take a receiver that high, but I want to get you prepared for the next four teams that you're going to meet with. And I, you know, and I look back and I, I didn't appreciate it then, to be honest. Um, I didn't start appreciating stuff right that was like 35. Well, you're I look young, back man. on, yeah, Mel Blunt is my, my sister's godfather. Yeah. Um, Donnie Shell has been around me the whole time, Rocky Blyer and all these guys. And at the, even, even Tony Dungy, you know, and at the time, I would never, you know, I would take their advice and I say, ah, oh, whatever, I, you know, right. I got this, I got this figured out. And now at 37, I can look back on those times and tell other guys, like, hey, when older guys tell you something, you might want to listen because they know what they're talking about. Um, but, you know, I think that was what it was like growing up with a dad who played for one of the best teams, you know, ever um, in pro football history. Where are you living now? I live in Minnesota. Chan okay, Hansen, so you're Minnesota. here, back here. Yep, I'm back here. I work for Fox. Uh, work for KFan Radio, local radio station here, but they, you know, they're on iHeartMedia, so they're across sure. all markets. I do the Vikings post-game show, I do the Vikings pre-game show, and also work for the Vikings and Buffalo Wild Wings. So I do their NFL fantasy football that goes out to every Buffalo Wild Wings in the country. So I wouldn't be surprised, Ron, if you're working with kids out here. Would that be unity? Yeah, so we do a little bit with a company called Big Athletics. Um, they're sponsored by Adidas, and so we do a youth football camp where Delta Dental's partner with us uh -huh. because Oral Health and concussions right. are big because, you know, bad teeth, not wearing mouthpieces, things right. of that nature. Um, so Delta Dental actually gives us mouthpieces for every kid we train. So it's a contact camp? No, heck no. No, 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 that's too much insurance. So what age kids? Uh, we do all ages. So we do third grade all the way up. Well, Jordan, Minnesota had kindergartners, uh -huh. but we've done kindergartners all the way up to uh, eighth graders. And basically it's a youth sports combine. So I took what I did at the combine as a player and I brought it to little kids. Oh, man, and so, so they're having fun. To them, yeah, I'm explaining to them the little drills that you're supposed to learn, the things you do. And then I bring out former players, um, Daryl Thompson, um, Tony Dungy signed some stuff for me. They'll come speak to the kids uh -huh. on the last day. And, uh, that you know, that's been cool. But all my coaches that do it are former either college or NFL right. guys that can actually speak to the game. And they all know my belief is being uncommon, so we keep the uncommon thing uh, theme. So we make sure kids don't curse we make sure that they don't beat themselves up when they make a mistake uh, we explain to parents that hey this is just a combine if they run a 4-4 four, four or 4-10 right. it does not matter which 4-10 doesn't exist so edit that but 4-9 four, 4-6 four, yeah. whatever it doesn't matter so that's the biggest thing with the camp is and we've we've actually turned down cities that we've been once and then the kids were absolutely horrible. The parents were just not fun to be around. And it's like, this is a free camp we're bringing right. to you. They're, they pay five bucks um, for NFL guys to come out right. and coach them. And uh, that's one of those things where it's just like, hey, if you're not going to teach your kids the right way, I can't even help your kids. Right. And so we've, we've talked to coaches like, hey, we'll come back, but you need to work with your parents. You need to get, you know, help them understand what we're about when we come out there. Um, so we educate the football. kids to yeah. educate the parents. Yeah. 
Uh, Ron, you mentioned Uncommon. Of course, Coach Dungey wrote a book called Uncommon. Yep. You and I have a lot in common the way we grew up uh, mm -hmm. with fathers who were dedicated long, uh, football players in a time in football that was so different. You talked about some of the struggles. How do you take that uncommon mindset and apply it to kids today and take some of the things you've learned where you can help other young people who struggle? Yeah, so when Tony Dungy created the award, the first year James Brown won it, or actually Ken Sparks won it, a, a D2 coach who Tony's very fond of. Um, he's battling cancer right now, but then uh, you, you turn around and you have uh, James Brown. Then you ramp it up and you get Leslie Frazier in there. Then you ramp it even up more, and all of a sudden Peyton Manning's here. And so Peyton Manning sold out the venue. Five, over 5,000 men, over 1,000 men made a decision, whether it was just, I want to learn more about Christ, I want to know less about Christ. I mean, whatever it was, right. they made a decision that day. And then now, and I can't release the new name, I have it, right. but the new name for 2018 has been named, uh -huh. and I'll say this, it's between Drew Brees, Carson Wentz, Case Keenum, who I didn't can believe he's in that, but I guess Tony saw a lot in him, right. and uh, Kirk Cousins. So those four quarterbacks, and it was a long snapper. Yeah. I'm not going to disrespect long snappers, but I can't remember before, his name. But four great before choices. Four great choices for Tony to pick from. He's picked one. He's already made his choice. Um, but, like, anything can change. The, the event's April. But as of now, he kind of made his choice. We got the email, text message from the group of guys. Hey, this is who Tony wants to be on Comet for 2018. So you drive in. So Big Athletics as well as, as Adidas. Um, they partnered and they said, hey, let's get some sponsors. Let's pay for 200 coaches to come have breakfast. And so in the past, we've had Everson Griffin speak. Um, wow. Adam Thielen spoke last year. Um, C.J. Ham spoke last year. And so these are all guys. And C.J. Ham has a great story because he was a running back. They got asked to play fullback just to make a team. And he trusted God. And that's all he kept talking wow. about. Sam Bradford spoke last year on the podium with Peyton Manning and Ben Powerful. Utech and Rich Gannon. And so these coaches we brought in free of charge. They get to hear the speech. They get to hear guys talk. We do a coaching book we give them. Um, we gave them uncommon books. All the coaches got books. Tony actually sent us, um, I think it was like 400 books for wow. these coaches and some kids. And so we pass them out and we, we give them out to people. We use them as leave behinds of, hey, do you have anything you know about Christ or do you even know about what Uncommon is? And we start soft. And so that's my soft lead in. I just give them Tony's book. I have probably still 100 of them in my garage and I always bring two or three out the house and I hand them to guys like, hey, man, you know, check this out. I'll leave my card if they want to follow up with me about it. Um, but it's something for me that helped me understand Christ because when I went to coach, when I got hurt, I felt devastated. I thought life was over. I started drinking. I started. Um, and I not say I wasn't already, but I think I did it to cope. Like, hey, I'm just going to hang out, party, do everything. And then Tony called me one day out of nowhere. Hey, do you want to come coach with the Indianapolis Colts? I'm like, why? Like, I didn't even ask you that. Like, I didn't look to be a coach. I've never asked to be a coach. But Tony did it. So that was a God thing because God knew I needed something. And that kind of bought me out. And I'm like, wow, like I can coach NFL football. So I did that with him. He retires. I'm back down like, oh, my God. Jim Caldwell calls me out of nowhere in May. Hey, do you want to come be my assistant receivers coach? Cool. So I go there under Jim Caldwell and I do that. And then as I start to see the Bible studies with Tony and the coaches and you don't have to be here, but you can come uh -huh. here, all that kind of stuff. That's the one thing where I took advantage of the opportunity. And, I, and later I said, hey, Tony, I want to do something with coaches and kids. Are you OK with me using your message? Right. And he said, yeah, just don't name the award after me because right. I can make a mistake right. and I don't want it to be tainted. And that's what I love about him. He's humble. He understands, you know, it's not just about him. And so, yeah, so we started that. We started the Uncommon series with coaches and we bring them to the breakfast. So if people um, want to get involved, what do they need to do? Yeah, they can actually, honestly, uh, they can go to, uh, I think you just Google Uncommon, but you can go to gracechurch.com um, and Grace Church in Eden Prairie and you can email them, ask for Ron Johnson. They will then connect them with me if they want to 
whether they want to donate money to it, they want to just come to it, uh, whatever it is, it's every year in April. Um, Tony gives us the date, so it's up to his schedule because we know he's busy with NBC and all the stuff he does. Um, and we take donations for the coaches' tickets. It's 100% wow. um, tax or taxable because it's you can write it off because none of the money goes to profit. It's all we give all the money to athletes awesome. in action. Um, so Tom Lamphere, who he was Tony's uh, chaplain, he's been involved with Tony through this whole process, and that's why Tony. I mean, of all places, he could have took the Uncommon Award too. He bought it to Minnesota, so clearly Minnesota is a big place in his heart. Um, sure. He always does my radio show for me. Um, anytime I need a quote from him on TV on Fox, he always, you know, I can text him and reach out to him. So that's one thing I wanted to give back, and like with the Uncommon is get more kids involved in it, explain it to the kids, and so that's what I do. So now my speech is called uh, Faith in My Focus. Awesome. And that's what I go out to schools and I do is it, I just talk about I can't define I define faith versus sure. actual God faith because in public schools it's a little dangerous. It. Yeah. So I just define faith and then I show them it's blind faith in who you are and what path you're on and you know and it, it never ends. So that's that's my uh, that's my uh, that's my thought behind it is even now deciding you know local Fox versus ESPN versus right. Fox National versus all these other outlets opportunities. Um, it's just, you know, I think when you get comfortable is when God wants to stir you up and say, hey, you're getting a little too comfortable. There's probably more you can do. And uh, that's what I've kind of, you know, I haven't shied away from. In right. the past, I was the guy that would stand over in the corner. I didn't want to be involved in anything. I didn't like the camera. Well, I can um, tell you, just, just <laughs> the last five minutes of you explaining your passion is, is very obvious. Uh, this is something that means a lot to you. And uh, Ron Johnson, Baltimore Ravens. And uh, Minnesota Gopher, even more important yep. up here, making a difference. Yeah, it was a better Gopher than Ravens. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> making a difference up here, though, uh, with your platform. So exciting to hear what you're doing. Appreciate and, it. Uh, anytime you want to come back and let us know. Appreciate it. Ron, thank you, buddy. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.